Hey, welcome. It is eight minutes after the hour, 9.08, and uh, we are pleased to tell you Powderhorn Guns and Archery are on board. Kelsey and Jordan with us. This, my favorite part of the program. Uh, we're, and I, I got to tell you, uh, this Springfield uh, that you guys brought in, this Hellcat, two 15-round magazines, and it's uh, it, it just a fabulous... Uh, firearm. It's it's got everything you could possibly want in a concealed carry. Optics ready. Uh, tell me a little more about this. So this is the Hellcat Pro. They brought this gun out about I don't know two weeks ago. <laughs> it's pretty recent. <laughs> Something um, like that. It think Sig three sixty five XL. Similar idea. So they took the same platform. They made it a little bit bigger. Um, it sits flush with the 15-round mag instead of the 12 on the original. It does have a slightly longer barrel. It has an accessory rail, so you could put a light or a laser on this gun, which most of these micros do not, um, or uh, it's proprietary. They also sell a bayonet you can put on pistols. Grenade <laughs> <laughs> well, I want you to know that. That's, that's a true story. <laughs> Flamethrower. <laughs> it's called duct tape and a steak knife. <laughs> oh, we killed her. <laughs> Sorry, I died. <laughs> All right, well, well, she's doing it. It's got a, a reversible mag release. Yeah, and, and most of our guns are coming that way now. So, yeah, if you're right or left-handed and you want to be able to change that around, you can. Um, it still only has the uh, uh, slide stop on one side of the gun. But it's it's a good size. It's, man, similar, like I said, to the SIG uh, P365XL. And, you know, those, those guns really were a game-changer for concealed carry uh for a lot of people because you ended up with a just the the capacity you could get in the pretty small uh, overall this is still a lot smaller than a glock 19 um it's thinner than the glocks uh it's a little bit thicker than a 43 um but you get a lot more rounds than you do in a 43 or 43x and that grip i yeah. mean it just get, it has that feel like it is not going to slide out of your hands no that rough texture some people don't like that, but man, it, as far as a combat firearm, you've got to have a rough texture on there. Your hands get sweaty, your hands get oily, they get bloody. You've you got to have that texture. You know what else I like about Springfield? Is, is those uh, that You can tell that there's a, a round in the chamber yeah. just by looking at it. At the back of it? Yeah. yeah. It's got the, the loaded chamber indicator. Nobody else does that that I know of. Everybody's got Yeah, everybody's got to have a loaded chamber indicator. Um I don't remember when they put that requirement in, but uh, it's been a while now. But, yeah, that, that is nice that it, even in a holster, you can you can take a look and see it. Yeah, because most of them are on the top of the slide, either yeah. a hole cut through to where you can see it, or um, Springfield used to do it's a little, like, dingus. I don't know. little thing that sticks up. A little, like, dingus? That's what she <laughs> said. Uh, she Brian, said dingus. can we have that uh, re recorded? Uh, and <laughs> it's a little like dingus. We want to remember that. There's um, a word for it. I just can't gonna, remember it. We're going to haunt you with that for years It's to come. fine. I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll do it on radio. That's uh, fine. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, this thing is optics ready. It is a beautiful gun. They did uh, a good job with it. I'm, they I, did. Yeah. This yeah. is the right size. And then having the rails so you can customize it. Right. What a fabulous... Uh, what is the, what's the price break on this? Five eighty nine. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, For a you, Glock 19 capacity that's smaller. You can't go wrong at that. I'm telling you. 
No, I think that's a, a good deal. You've also got, it looks like a night sight in the front. You've got the uh, barrel sight, the half barrel sight in the back, uh, which a lot of places are going to now. Um, and it's, it, it really is just good to go. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's, it's a well put together gun. And that's uh, considerably below list. You guys oh, are. Oh, yeah. We don't suck. Really making a nice well. deal out of it. <laughs> yeah, we, we try to keep it and list stay is over six hundred bucks, folks. Yep. So that'll give you an idea yep. of uh, what a great deal that is. That is a neat firearm. How many of those you got in stock? Because they're pretty new. I have this one. I do have another one inbound. So, so, so I've I've got another one that'll be here Tuesday ish. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, glad Tuesday ish. For hamburger today. Well, it's. FedEx has been delayed on everything for the yeah. last, like, three and a half weeks, so. You're so old, Gary. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I did understand it, so I don't know what that says about me, too. <laughs> yeah, Jordan is never going to be on the show again. So yeah, that's right, folks. Goodbye, so everybody. Say, I appreciate all the times. Yeah. Is he yeet out the window? <laughs> yeah, he's through. He's through. That was a cheap shot. Uh, uh, all right, so this is a brand-new firearm. It really looks terrific. It feels nice. It's got great grips. It's sight-ready, optics-ready, uh, and... It, and as new as it is to know there's one in town is kind of neat. Uh, and, and if you want it, uh, you got to head over to uh, Powderhorn Guns and Archery because uh, I don't think it's going to last long. No, probably not. It's it's pretty new. Want to go there right away? <laughs> uh, all right, uh, you got two more here. Um, one of them is one of, is uh, 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 listeners probably already know because I said it's my favorite firearm, but the other one is uh, is really neat. The Sig Rattler. Yes, so this is their um, the little MCX, which is their little... They took a carbine and made it into a pistol, essentially. It is not an AR platform. It's very similar. Um, the lower is more or less an AR lower, but the upper is completely different. But these little guys are really cool. Um, this one's in 300 blackout, so you can have a lot of fun with that. Um, folding brace. Brace. Not a stock. It's a brace. <laughs> yes, this is a is pistol. A um but these little guns, this is the extremely short, I guess you could say, version of their pistols that they make. They make like seven or eight different variations of these now. But it's a great home defense weapon. Oh, absolutely. That are just playing. And this is actually legal um, during Missouri's alternative weapons season. So this is a handgun. You can handgun hunt with this. Yep. About really? seven yep. and a half inch barrel, seven, seven and a half inch barrel, I think is what they classify them as. Um, yeah, and 300 blackout. The good thing about it over the 223 is the guys that really want to suppress the rounds and make it a little bit quieter for when they're out hunting or doing other things. A 300 is a lot easier to suppress. Well, and mm -hmm. it's got the adjustable gas block. You can get a a, a bigger um, a bigger round to go on it to slow it down and uh, and really make it a lot quieter for round than than a 223. Which we I think we still have some subsonic. I think we do. And we got a rail on top, mm -hmm. so you can customize it mm -hmm. a lot like the ARs. Um, nice grip. This is a, this is a fun little gun. Yeah, it, it would be a lot of fun. It would be a lot of fun to go out and shoot. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Uh, what's the price break on this one? Oh. Um. Wow. <laughs> we offer layaway. I won't say that first. <laughs> we offer layaway, but well, you you know what? You want quality? You, you pay for free. it. Yep. Yeah. You... Twenty four fifty. Yeah, but that is such a neat It's gun. worth It's honestly, it's worth it. So we see a lot of these AR pistols. Like, even Springfield makes their Saint Edge in an AR pistol, and they're touching on $1,700. And that's just a, I don't want to say basic, because it's not basic, but it's an AR pistol. This is neat. SIG MCX Rattler. Yeah. Uh, and, and 
the uh, the usual question got more than one no i've this had i think i've had two of these total since they brought them out including this one it is neat wow now i'm kind of drooling on the microphone all right listen we're up against the clock we got to take a quick break if you're interested in either one of these two firearms we just talked about you got to head over to powderhorn guns and archery coming up next is well it's my favorite gun and it is really neat uh details coming up carry on guns hot talk 93.9 eagle hey welcome it's 921 glad to have you with us glad to be with you and springfield uh, Springfield Archery. No, no, no. Powderhorn Guns and Archery on board with a Springfield 1911 that is literally an award-winning pistol. Uh, 2021 Best 1911. Uh, this is just beautiful. I I got to tell you, I've got uh, two 1911s, and I'm thinking I want one. I want this. You can never have too many. No, I I, I agree. You You never have too many. <laughs> Uh, but I love the grip. I love the shape of the slide. Uh, I, I, there's nothing about this 1911 that doesn't excite me. Most 1911. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. How did you? How did you interpret that? Basically, I, a child. I apologize. <laughs> telling you. All right. Neither one of them is allowed on the program anymore. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> uh, most 1911s don't have a rail. There are it, increasingly there are more, but most of them don't. This does, uh, and that's kind of handy. Um, a weapon-mounted light is just so much smarter. Um, I know you can put other things on there, but you know a weapon-mounted light is just so much better for what you have to do in low-light, no-light situations. Um, you need a handheld light, too, but uh, having that uh, weapon-mounted stuff is... So it's nice that, that places like Springfield are starting to expand out what they've got in their frames to accommodate that. And this oh. will hold nine altogether, right? Eight in the mag? Correct. One in the chamber? Correct. With the modern magazines, yes. You can also get magazines that fit seven plus one, and uh, they'll sit completely flush to the base of the frame. Yeah, I'd rather have the extra round myself. Same. My hand doesn't reach the bottom of the frame on these. <laughs> Not even close, so it's fine. But this is just beautiful. Look at those grips on this thing. And the cut on the slide is really nice. Um, yeah. So they do top, front, and rear serrations. They've got a serration. They've got a ribbed top. Um, helps reduce glare and stuff like that. But it's a matte finish slide, anyways, which is really nice. Uh, G10 grips, extremely aggressive front and back strap checkering. But it's not. It's not your normal stippling style it's not, checkering. It doesn't hurt. No, it's not sharp. It's more um, grenadey. Does that make sense? Yeah. It look. I mean, it looks like a grenade pattern. Um, the other nice thing about like the rail and the way they cut the slide on this gun is it adds some extra weight. It's not it is not a lightweight gun by any means. Yeah, but it you know with that round you, you want some heft. Yeah. And well, and for people that are wondering which Springfield this is, this is the emissary. This is one of their new ones for this year. I did this year, last year, something like that. I didn't say that. I, I should have. So. Nineteen eleven emissary. Uh, what a! I mean, it is just it's beautiful. And uh, the the sights on these, the U-Dot sight. Yep, same as what's on that Hellcat Pro. Yeah, really, really nice. Uh, comes with two magazines. And I'm telling you, it's it really is. It's a beautiful, uh, beautiful 1911. Good trigger. Flat trigger face, which I really like. Yeah, square trigger guard. Mm -hmm. um, just a beautiful gun. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, we have to ask how many you got Oon. in stock. Oon, this one. Oh, just this one. This lonely one. 
There's one lonely gun. Well, somebody's going to adopt that because it is... You know, you can buy really inexpensive 1911s and you get what you pay for. And we've got some Rock Islands right now, and they are actually very nice guns for that sub $600 range. Um, I'm just excited to start getting stuff like this back in. Yeah, because this is... This is uh, this is going to last. This is this this will be one you 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 pass on to your children. Oh yeah. Uh, and and I like Springfield, so that this is just a, a double win. You cannot go wrong. Uh, Springfield, nineteen eleven. Stop by Powderhorn uh, this morning, and just look at this thing. I mean, it really it looks like a, a two thousand dollar gun. Would you just look at it? <laughs> it is it is a very good. Very pretty gun. I don't think it will last long. Like I said, we've had trouble getting the, oh, 700 and 800 and up uh, yeah. 1911s, either from, you know, three years ago, you'd come by and we'd have a selection of the Colts, because, you know, we're, we're a Colt dealer. You'd have a selection of the Colts, the Springfields, um, some of the Sigs. The Smiths, the E-Series. Yeah, and- even some of the Rugers and stuff like that. And now it's, man, you can't. No. Yeah, it's been years, so it's nice to see a couple of those coming off the line again. We do also have a Ruger right now. We didn't bring it. That's next time, I guess, maybe, if it's still here. 1911? Yeah, it's the lightweight commander is what we have today. And then I have a standard commander steel frame inbound. Probably be here Wednesday. You know, I I just, there are other guns that I like, but there's just something about that trigger pull in a 1911 that just makes it so easy for me to shoot accurately. Um, Everybody should own a 1911. Or two. Or four. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. yeah. One more. Always one more. Always, Always one, one more. more. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I, I was talking to Gwen uh, about th- this uh, 1911. And um, she's thinking she might want to buy that for my birthday. Oh. So hopefully you guys will get one more in stock be- between now and June. What are you going to get her for her birthday? A kitten. Maybe. <laughs> Boy, you guys are really, really vicious today, aren't you? I mean, you guys aren't missing an opportunity. If there's a cheap shot to throw at me... We're on fire today. Yes. No, I'm not getting her a kitten. She already got one, and I, my whole life has changed. You know, we, the, we've got a, a half bath, and we have to keep the door closed because this idiot will go in there and spin the toilet paper. Don't talk about your wife that way. I, oh, God, no. No, she's better shot than me. No, I don't talk about her that way. But the cat will, and then we can't keep them off the counter. No. So somebody said uh, that we should uh, put some tape upside down on the counter and it'll get on his paws, and then he won't like that. He plays with the tape. He goes yep. up there to get the tape. <laughs> then they said, get that carpet protector mat, you know, the one with the little spikes that dig into the carpet. Put it upside down on the counter. He'll hate walking on that. No. He doesn't. How about a mousetrap? I mean, that's just well, that's, the next... Well, that's, you know, that's uh, something else that uh, people suggested, that we get a mousetrap. Or, um, or get a dog. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> get a dog. Get a real pet. Oh, this cat make it... Uh, literally, my whole life has changed because of this, this cat. But anyway, we're talking guns, not cats. <laughs> and if you're looking for great guns, uh, then you go to Powderhorn Guns and Archery. And uh, these, this 1911, is uh, this emissary, it is just really, really pretty and well-made. I, I don't think you can go wrong with that. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free number is 800-529-5572. Missouri is uh, going after banks. As you know, the, uh, the federal government 
has been threatening banks that do business with gun manufacturers and retailers, trying to get them to drop, uh, to drop them, threatening literally to say that you're high risk. So Missouri uh, has, and, and I really love this because it, it's, it's one of those uh, big government things that I don't disagree with. What they're telling the banks in Missouri is, you can choose to do that. You can say, we're not going to uh, process credit cards and, and do banking with uh, you know gun dealers. But if you do, you will not get any business from the state of Missouri. I kind of like that. Because they get to make the choice. They're not being forced. But if they choose to uh, discriminate against gun dealers and manufacturers, they lose any chance of getting state business, which would be incredibly lucrative. Have you guys had any problem with uh, with the banks here? I, I imagine the, the banks around here are pro- probably pretty good. Yeah, I think that's much bigger scale than what we are, you know, taking cash in, getting cash out, <clears throat> getting small loans. I think that was, you know, started with, like you said, the manufacturers and stuff, the guys getting the multi-million dollar lines and paying on them and doing those things. I had a credit card processing company or two years ago that started to cause, they never did anything. They just talked about it. And so, of course, we no longer do business with those uh, credit card processing companies. But uh, no, I've never had... We had issue with insurance years ago. Yeah. Um, that's hard. We insurance had an insurance company drop us because really? of uh-huh, yeah. because of firearm sales and the archery range, actually, because um, obviously the liability is fairly high with that. But yeah. that was you've had enough big settlements nine that years ago. Insurance companies are really hard to find as far as this goes, and especially when you start talking about ranges, it's near impossible to find. Uh, yeah. there's, there's about two nationwide companies that actually deal in those type of underwritten policies now. That's it. Well, I know when I was in the security industry, uh, if we had to put a security system in a bank or a gun uh, a, a gun dealer, uh, we had to have a, a special type of system. I mean, they were really, really complex systems, not like uh, you would put in a in a grocery store, um, because you you just don't want to take a chance on, on such a tempting target being vulnerable. Anyway. Uh, Missouri doing the right thing to protect gun manufacturers and retailers. You're listening to Carry On Guns, Hot Talk 93.9 Eagle. Hey, it's 9.35. Powderhorn Guns and Archery on board. Kelsey and Jordan are on board. And uh, why is my wife texting me while I'm at work? So, oh, don't... T- oh? Sausage, biscuits, and gravy for brunch? <laughs> uh, never mind, Gwen. That sounds good. What time? Uh, yeah, no, sorry, just for she me. She picked up another kitty? Uh, <laughs> no? No, no. Oh, just checking. No, she just sent me a text message and said this is what she's going to do. She's going to make it. And boy, is that good. She really can cook. All right, let me uh, let me move on. In Ohio, uh, they just passed a constitutional uh, carry law there. A little different than ours because in Ohio, you have to have lived there for 90 days in order to be able to carry without without a permit um but and and i don't understand that i mean it's like why if you're a legal adult i don't know it's just silly but they apparently are also uh they've just approved a measure that would once again allow for school districts across the state to have trained and vetted volunteer staff as an armed first line of defense against attacks on school grounds 
the Senate is now taking up that issue in Ohio. We've got something similar to that here in Missouri, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, It's up to the school district to say yes or no. But uh, really, it should be kind of universal. It should be, you know, if these people are trained and they work there, they should be allowed to conceal carry. Uh, Jordan, you agree? (sighs) Kind of. So well, that was it's, that it's, was very weak. That was very weak. I guess if you ask me uh, my my thoughts, because once you go back to it being a right, I have to go by my principles. But hey, this is a right. So yeah, I mean, there's nothing to do about. It. Do I believe an employer should get to set some boundaries? Because employers are losing a lot of the boundaries they can set. Whether it talks about, I mean, we're, we're about to get rid of hair. We're about to, you know, what you can wear, what you can't wear, the way you look. We're we're, we're restricting a lot of that. And then, so, what's right, what's not? But uh, I, I go back and forth. I think so. My guys, I require them to have training before they can carry uh, concealed while they're working for me, and I provide that for free. So it's not a thing. I offer it. It's it's easy to do. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a about two hour class, and it's not. You know, we do a little bit of shooting, but most almost all of it is just the, you know, when you can, you know, when you can't, you know, what to do during, what to do after. That's what we cover. So that's where I kind of go back and forth on it. That's why I'm kind of weak about it. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And then go, eh, I don't well, know. Well, so. in the state of Ohio, they're saying you have to have trained and vetted uh, volunteer staff. Yep. Uh, and I like that. Uh, I think they have a right to do that. Yep. Uh, I think that makes the schools much safer. Uh, some people think, Kelsey, uh, you know, put a police officer in there. And it's not a bad idea, a horrible idea, not by any means. But the problem is if the bad guy comes in, the police officer is essentially wearing a target. Well, and for school districts, like I went to Hallsville schools, um, pre-K through 12. My entire grade school career was in Hallsville. And not a large school, not overly populous, but we had one SRO. We had one school resource officer for every every single school so when they moved the primary school um it is now a quarter mile away from the rest of the schools and we still have one sro so if he's at the primary that day and something happens in the middle or high school or vice versa there you go and you know a school district like hallsville can't really afford more sros all comes to money always comes down to the money when seconds count right you know uh, law enforcement could be minutes away. That's the best. Yeah. Uh, so I think that, and, and I've always thought this: if if uh, school uh, would would have their you know regulation that you have to have a certain amount of training and you have to keep up with your training, I, I have no problem with them doing that. Yeah. Uh, and I think that it sends a clear message that if you you know you want to go shoot up a school, uh, this is not the one to go to. Uh, go to the what and and that's what the bad guys do. They typically go where no one is allowed to have a gun, so that they don't have to worry about resistance. Um, and it, we know that, uh, for instance, the Colorado that Batman movie where that guy went in, he drove past several movie theaters that allowed concealed carry to go to the one where they didn't. Uh, it's just what the bad guys do, and the same is true for schools. Uh, and I think the, st- the every school district in Missouri should allow trained, vetted, volunteer staff to carry concealed. Let me go to the phones, 874-9390. The toll-free is 800-529-5572. Mike, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. Morning, guys. How you doing? 
All right. Hey, just a quick comment and a question. As far as that gun law in Ohio, I mean, how are they going to verify how long you've been living there? Do you have to own a home or be verified as a renter? And and my comment is, you were talking earlier about, you know, reciprocal CCW permits in all 50 states. Is there anybody working towards that? If an individual wants to support that, is there any legislation currently being pushed to make that a reality? And right. that's all I have. I'll hang up and listen, okay? All right, Mike. Thank you. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. As far as I know, there is no legislation pending. But even if there were, it would not pass. You're not going to get that passed a Democrat-controlled House, uh, a Democrat-controlled Senate, and certainly not past Joe Biden. They've tried uh, before, I think. There's yeah. been stuff in the works before to make that a reality, and it just kind of gets tacked yeah. on to other bills that won't, you know. That happens within state. Yeah. So it's the, the governors, the legislators within the states decide. Yep, well, that'll be fine. We'll recognize it. Well, actually, the federal government... Um, can say you have the right to own and bear arms, you carry them no matter what state you're in uh, because it is in the Bill of Rights. So they can override. In fact, right now there's a case in front of the Supreme Court on may issue versus shall issue. Yeah. Uh, several states have may issue. I've lived in those states and literally uh, my life being threatened and being high profile wasn't a good enough reason for them to let me have a concealed carry permit in New York. You know, yep. it just, they need to find a way to get this through. But it isn't going to happen until the Republicans take over. And even then, there are some, so many Republicans who are sort of, well, spineless, that it, <laughs> it, it's a long shot. Because they also had that thing about hearing protection. Yeah. Uh, and they couldn't get that through. Uh, yeah, so that's sad. I really thought that would that was a hope, but yeah, negative. I mean that in some you know in some countries it's considered polite uh, or impolite to shoot without them. Yep. Um, but here in the United States, for some reason, the left think it's uh, you know giving somebody uh, the right to shoot silently everybody that's living. I I don't know. <laughs> and and as we've said on the program before, I don't care what you're shooting. Uh, you put a suppressor on it, you still hear a noise. Absolutely. Uh, let me go to the phones. Steve is on the line. Hey, Steve, welcome. Okay. How are you? Um, I'm fine. Our uh, school resource officer in Sturgeon, I made the comment, I know it's been several years ago, that the NRA was offering training for school teachers and stuff. And I said something to him about that. And he's actually a trainer with the sheriff's department, I think, on their SWAT team. But he said he's trained to go, to go after anybody with a gun that he sees in a shooting. But, and I also pointed out to him, I go, when your vehicle's not here, you're not here either. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that can figure that out. Um, so, uh, you know, and he had, I think he had a valid point, but that, that he's not always there, though. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Um, there, in fact, there's a story right now about a guy, and I can't remember what state it was in. He was uh, in a restaurant, and a fight broke out. And he was a football player, a big guy, and he managed to disarm the bad guys who was carrying his gun. He, he, he had the bad guy's gun in his hand when the police arrived, and the police shot him. Shot him. Yeah. So yeah. it... 
it can happen. But, uh, but again, if you want yeah, I mean, they could train with the teachers that are actually that are actually caring. Yeah, they? I mean, so they would know. You know, they could work as a team. Yes. Yeah, that would work. I think uh, you, okay. you train with law enforcement. Okay. All right. You can't do thank much you. better. All right. Steve, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. Yeah, this guy was in a restaurant. The fight broke out. And somebody pulled out a gun, and he disarmed him. Had the gun in his hand when the police were coming in, and they said, drop the gun. And within a second, they shot him. Now, they didn't kill him, but they hit him twice. Uh, that sort of thing can happen. Uh, but I think that has more to do with police training yeah. than anything else. And doing what the police say. Uh, you certainly don't want to turn around and point the gun in their direction and go, what? Um, that's uh, that's troublesome. But I think uh, overall, if you want to protect the schools, that's probably the best way to go about it. Up against the clock, we're going to take a quick break, come back and wrap it up. Kelsey is with us, and so is Jordan. And it's Powderhorn Guns and Archery. On Hot Talk 93.9. And it is uh, 9.51. Glad to have you on board with us. Uh, Kelsey is on board with us this morning, and Jordan as well from Powderhorn Guns and Archery. Uh, question for both of you. Uh, which caliber uh, pistol, or, or round rather, which round uh, do, you, do you prefer for concealed carry? Uh, 45 ACP, 9 millimeter, uh, 380, uh, 40. Which which one do you think is, in your opinion, the best one for self defense? Whichever one you are comfortable with. No, um, honestly, well, that's the, not a bad answer. And when that, you get like, right down to it. Yeah, and I so my everyday carries a nine millimeter. Um, I have EDC'd a forty five and a three eighty. I do still have the three eighty for summertime because um, it's a little bitty, and I'm not a large person. I can't carry a large gun, at least not not concealed and not well, but. Um, no, nine millimeter for me has kind of been the happy medium. Yeah, uh, Jordan, where do you stand? Same thing, nine millimeter. I need nine more millimeter. rounds. I need more rounds in the same size package. So that is uh, <laughs> that is <laughs> that is the thing I've got to have. That's why I like things like that Hellcat Pro. I mean, 50, sixteen rounds total, fifteen in the magazine, one in the hole, and a very small package is. I mean, it, rounds is what counts. When things start happening, you don't want to run out of rounds. Yep. Yeah. I think nine millimeter, with all the advances uh, in in technology, and you know, it doesn't sound like it's uh, you know something that would technology would advance, but but really, with when it comes to uh, ammunition, there have been some incredible advances. Uh, the way they open up and and how they uh, fire. I mean, just nine millimeter, I think, is the perfect blend for most people. It has uh, enough stopping power to stop the bad guy. Uh, usually, it's uh, you, you get a, a, a handgun that carries nine uh, nine millimeter, and they usually do carry more rounds. You get something like a nineteen eleven, and you're you're going to run out pretty quickly. Um, so, I think the nine millimeter is probably the the thing. The smaller calibers uh, for me, if I'm wearing a suit, otherwise, right? It just it's just not. Well, we've always told people, you know, what's the smallest caliber you're willing to bet your life on? Way to go. It's kind yeah. of the way to think of it, you know. And that, I, I, specific ammunitions in specific calibers will absolutely do the job if you are 100% in your shot placement. But you can shoot someone in the arm with a forty-five, and I promise you they're still coming. 
it's not, you know, you can't just hit somebody anywhere because the bullet's bigger. That's not how it works, unfortunately. Yeah. None of them are magic. The uh, 22s, gosh, if they were more reliable feeding magazines, yeah. it's the magazine pressure in 22s, semi-automatics that make them less reliable. I would 100% be behind those. In the 380s, there's not a lot of stuff. Like, now they came out with the SIG. Um the 365, they brought it out in I'll 380. Be, yep. I'll be waiting to see that and see more if yep. there's more capacity or not. If you can get another two or three rounds shoved in that magazine. Because I've got 238, and it only happy. holds seven. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. So there are some stuff on the horizon for 380 coming. My wife just got a uh, a 22 yeah. uh, for concealed carry. A tiny little thing. And, you know, I just, I wouldn't feel, I and I admit, you know, if you can get your shot placement, well, 22 if, could stop the bad guy. If she can put six in that T-zone, that heart, lungs, liver kind of area, mm-hmm. with no recoil and zero, like, recovery on yeah. shot, why, why not? Yeah, it, it can not? work. <laughs> uh, it just, but it you really do have to, you got to get them all in the right place. Um, so I prefer a, a, a larger caliber, but... Uh, I think your best answer was Kelsey's answer, whatever you're, you're comfortable with, whatever you can shoot best with, uh, essentially. And 9mm uh, does seem to be the one that, uh, that most people uh, are going for. Uh, one more thing here before we get through here, and that is uh, this congresswoman. You may have heard the story of this congresswoman. Uh, her name is Scanlon. She's a, a Democrat from Pennsylvania. She was carjacked at gunpoint. She apparently is going after uh, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives uh, because she says they're not doing enough inspections. Perfect. (laughs) The woman is held up at gunpoint. They steal her car, and she's blaming ATF for not checking FFLs. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense yep. with anybody? Absolutely. 100%. Oh, yeah. I believe, I believe it was teenagers, too. Yeah. So it wasn't even someone that could have gone and bought a firearm legally just in and of itself because of age. So, Yes. Yeah. And, and, and there was a drop in inspections. Oh, yeah. But then we had the China flu. And that was kind of keeping people off the streets a little bit. Yep. We didn't see them for... A year and a half yeah. for that. You didn't really hear about them for about a year and a half, but heck, the federal government was doing that, so they're part of the federal government. Unbelievable. Some people just don't learn. Before we go, and we've only got a little bit of, a little bit of time left, we talked about the firearms that you brought in, uh, which were absolutely terrific, but there was one you said you didn't bring in. Was that a, a forty five ACP? Yes, that Ruger. It's Ruger? Yep. It's an SR-1911 uh, lightweight commander. No rail? Rail? No rail. No rail. No rail. Uh, how many of those do you have? Yes, one. You have one. <laughs> yes, one. Yes, we have one. <laughs> All right. I, I, I don't know if you actually remember the, the price break on it, but if you do... 839? Low eights. Low eights. <laughs> Low eights. So that's going to be a... Re- you can't go wrong with that brand, and it's uh, it's a pretty fair price if you ask me. Uh, so if you're looking for a 1911 that's a little expense, a little less expensive uh, than the, than the one we talked about, they've got it. Uh, but you got to get over to Powderhorn Guns and Archery. What and for archery right now, what's is there anything that uh, you can hunt? Turkey season is looming. April 18th is opening day of Missouri turkey season, and you can harvest them with archery equipment or shotguns. 
So if you've got archery uh, on your mind, and I'll bet that would be a fun challenge. It uh, is. It is. It really is. <laughs> they will make you very angry yeah. <laughs> when you try to shoot them with a bow. Uh, then you might want to stop by Powderhorn, uh, get your bow tuned up. Thank you both for stopping in this morning. Glad yeah, to have you with us. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.